How good has your lockdown life been? Wait, wait. But before that, let me ask you again. How long have you lived in the lockdown? Almost two years, right? In these two years, there were times when we had relaxations too. We could go out for essentials. But this new normal took a long time to be a part of our routine. Though we were deprived of many luxuries of life, like catching up with friends, family, our mandatory visits to the malls and theatres, and though we knew the hazards were enormous when we stepped out of the house without proper precautions, we kept complaining. One thing is not to be denied is that we had a hard time becoming and accepting this new norm. Now, can you imagine a life of lockdown as a usual and have medicines, medical monitors, constant check on your health with restrictions in food and possibly everything you would want to enjoy about? Depressing, right? Hello and welcome. You are listening to one of India's top 3 self-love and motivation podcasts, Womensperia. This is your podcast for your daily dose of inspiration. Where we listen to the stories of people who are the hidden gems of the society, draw inspiration from their stories and get a better and happy perspective that yes, life is still in your hands and you can decorate it better every day. Today, Womensperia takes pride in welcoming one such gem from the medical front. Dr. Shaktivel Sivasubramaniam. More than being a warrior, the best trait that I adore about him is that even though he was confined to the four walls of his house when he started experiencing fevers and infections from the age of 7 with frequent visits to the hospitals, blood tests, reports and so on, and taking up his exams in the staff rooms, he as a young child only looked at the possibilities that life gave him. with the little energy he had as a kid he read more he learned more and he cracked the boards and also made it to the medical college once he completed his medicine life gave a hard strike again and he was suggested not to risk his life anymore in this field this of course didn't stop him and he chose a branch in medicine which wouldn't cause him any infections today he's a doctor who doesn't tell you what medicine to take but instead explains to you the reason behind the disease and asks you to become a better person in your life and because of this he is acting as a great mentor and motivator to many i assure you that in recent times i haven't come across anyone like him who adores and cherishes life so much today's episode would not only bring you medicine to a commoner from the doctor's words but also Let me tell you to gear up more for an episode of extreme adornment towards life and positivity. So welcome, thank you very much for coming to the podcast Dr. Shakti Vel. Thank you very much. My pleasure ma'am. Okay sir. So so to begin now when I start my podcast I have this uh, I have this tradition and I ask my guests uh, to tell the two affirmations that they say to a mirror every morning. Mhm. Yes sir. So please tell me that. Okay uh first thing in the morning I, i don't look in the mirror i look at my palm okay and uh, just uh, this practice i started i think while in college uh, just to uh, look at something good in the morning i thought uh, uh, i should look at myself and that's why i look at my palm now okay. apart from that uh, uh, affirmation wise i uh, don't try to uh, put a particular affirmation for every day what i do I try to do is uh, mm-hmm. of course when i get up i hear some 
uh, some of my favorite uh, motivational songs okay. one of them is from uh, the movie 96 mm-hmm. the first uh, life of ram song the other is uh, some other motivational songs i i hear too okay. and then uh, i mostly stick to this simple principle that if there is a job to be done mm-hmm. i just do it i don't uh, Uh, try to uh, look into why i don't dissect it and look into why i should do it should i do it later and all that so i don't give time that's called the, i think that's the five second rule uh, okay. by mel robbins uh, so i i it was not from mel robbins but i i usually used to do it later i realized there was something called the five second rule okay so <laughs> so basically uh, yeah i don't uh, think twice about doing something if i have to do something if i already th- thought about it uh, the previous night or morning i thought i should do it i just do it i don't uh, hmm. look into or dissect it so that these are the nice. things i do that is very beautiful so there are no second thoughts with regards to your uh, actions that you are going to do you just jumped into yeah. it <laughs> yes yeah if i am convinced that uh, yes this is what i should do i do it that's it that's very lovely sir that's very motivating actually uh, so having second thoughts itself is a very demotivating thing if you ask me so mm-hmm. just jumping into the action and uh, getting to do it is a very good thing sir yes sir to start your day with actually yeah so to proceeding with uh, to proceed with the questions uh, so the first question to me, to you would be sir so you're an endocrine endocrinologist <laughs> an established <Sure>. one <laughs> a very popular one so and how and what should a common man be aware of with respect to the field sir so and so so if you well, explain, this, yeah uh, hmm. first thing is the terminology is a bit of a tongue twister so you can keep it simple as a hormone specialist yes uh, the the difficult thing or the, the sad thing about this is that uh, the hormone specialist is the one who specializes in all hormones which includes insulin hmm. and uh, therefore he is a specialist for diabetes also Okay so basically we are diabetes super specialist Oh okay and apart from that we are also specialist for thyroid for growth puberty hmm. uh, and so many other things like the pituitary adrenal and so on but hmm. our main bread and butter is diabetes Okay so but unfortunately in tamil nadu uh, because of this uh, breed of people called diabetologists hmm. uh, which people are more uh because diabetes diabetologists are able to relate easily rather than diabetes endocrinologist <laughs> yes 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 uh, and therefore uh, there has been this uh, misconception as to people do not even know that an endocrinologist is the ultimate person for treating diabetes so true okay for yes like, like hmm. for cardiology there is cardiologist hmm there is no in between heartologist yes Yes. <laughs> If there was a heart heartologist and then a cardiologist, yes. probably people would have thought maybe we should go to the heartologist. But yeah. for diabetes, we have diabetologist and then the endocrinologist. Oh yes, yes. So there's this confusion as to who's the mm. best person. Okay. So, so the first yeah. thing I would like to say is that uh, mm. uh, our uh, whenever we talk about hormones, uh, we hear a lot about these things in uh, movies and lyrics. and mm. dialogues but mm. when you ask people uh, okay tell me about one hormone you know the only hormone they know is the thyroid yes yes and apart from that all that they know about hormones is romance and love and all that yes. which is fine uh, yeah. we need them as well mm. but then uh, uh, there are so many other hormones like the growth hormone and so many other things which we deal with correct so it is a very uh, although it has been there for 50 years or so it's a very mm. nascent field uh, i think uh, we have around 50 to 60 endocrinologists in tamil nadu okay half of them are in chennai mm-hmm. 
uh, the rest are scattered all across tamil nadu so uh, in trichy uh, i was the first when we came here okay uh, now we have one more person so mm-hmm. so basically it's a very new field and uh, people are just getting warmed up to this uh, new ideology okay. yeah but having said that i am now uh, in uh, i've been in endocrinology for the last 7 years i'm into my 8th year of practice okay. what i am now uh, looking is uh, slowly moving towards what causes most of these non communicable disorders Hmm. and uh, i am getting more and more convinced that it is probably because of lifestyle disorders yes and uh, therefore i am moving more towards learning about lifestyle disorders in fact i am trying to appear for a board exam in lifestyle uh, medicine to become a lifestyle physician as well okay because it's a wonderful combination to have an endocrinologist hmm. who deals with diabetes thyroid pcos and obesity hmm. to also be a lifestyle expert yes 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 so in that case we are uh, actually addressing the root cause of the problem yes sir Uh, it is like if an accident occurs hmm. instead of looking into which is the best place to go once you have an accident hmm. you are also looking into what caused the accident in the first place that's true yeah. and if the same person can do both hmm. both for forward and backward thinking hmm. then i thought the, that would be an ideal combination so okay. that's what i am trying to do right now all right lovely so actually my next question was about it because i've been seeing the lately your posts have been uh, about uh, busting several myths to the common man that lifestyle changes are enough to overcome any endocrine related issue i don't think so ma'am because uh, uh, endocrine mm-hmm. issues are uh, because of many mm-hmm. uh, causes some of them are genetic some okay. of them are man made Mm-hmm. uh some of them uh, as i said man may could be or some of them could be because of infections and so on mm-hmm. so we can only uh, look into lifestyle uh, disorders which mm-hmm. are caused because of our change in uh, lifestyle we, and only those things can be made better by means of adapting this new lifestyle or the older type of lifestyle that we used to follow a few decades back Okay but doesn't mean that all types of endocrine problems can be sorted out only by uh, lifestyle medicine but okay. that is the mo- uh, but right now that is the ma- majority in the sense that uh, forms a major bulk of our uh, total patient uh, population mm-hmm. and that is why we i wanted to uh, tackle that because uh, it forms the majority not because it is 100% but it is the majority okay okay so all right so the next one is uh, ask curious like any other commoner i have this question to you sir so tell us about some of the interesting cases that you have seen uh, we get confused a lot of times because uh, it's not very easy to uh, arrive at a diagnosis uh, in the first visit yes. sometimes you need to dig into the history sometimes you need some investigations and sometimes you have to wait for the the disorder to unravel itself hmm. so uh, it's not that easy on in the first visit yeah but having said that, uh, that that's the that's the beauty of the science and the art of medicine hmm. uh, because uh, medicine is always evolving and uh, it is impossible for one person to keep track on all aspects of medicine hmm. uh, even if it is going to be endocrinology itself you have endocrine surgery endocrine radiology endocrine uh, medical side so hmm. many things which are i mean every day it's progressing hmm. So what I had actually posted recently was about a child who was referred to me because she developed a blackening of her palms. Yeah. And uh, so someone thought that it could be uh, because of a adrenal problem because adrenal disorders especially mm. uh, low functioning of the adrenal. Adrenal is an organ found above the kidney mm. and it's very essential for to maintain our blood pressure. Mm. So if the adrenal is not working properly then uh, 
sometimes a primary adrenal problem can cause this type of uh, hyperpigmentation over okay. the palms hmm. and uh, that was the reason uh, the child was referred to me but the evaluation showed that uh, uh, the cause was not adrenal Hmm. and okay. then uh, we evaluated further uh, as to what could be the other causes the most other most common other cause could be vitamin b12 deficiency hmm. so we were looking into whether could it be only vitamin b12 deficiency and then child said that uh, she visits the loo quite frequently hmm. and uh, that gave us a clue probably it could be something called the tropical sprue Okay. tropical sprue again uh, is found more in the tropical countries like india nobody knows what is the actual reason hmm. but uh, the problem is uh, people who have this problem have b12 deficiency and uh, uh, probably because of a viral or a lifestyle disorder okay okay so the, and then we refer her to a gastroenterologist and uh, yeah she's uh, present under the care of a gastroenterologist so okay. basically uh, uh, endocrinology is like that it's very difficult to come to a diagnosis in the first visit hmm. uh, even for a normal diabetes person hmm. uh, there are so many things that we need to look into for example uh, what is the type of diabetes this person has whether hmm. the person has developed any complication because of diabetes does okay. the patient have a problem other than diabetes like hypertension cholesterol or something else hmm. what is the learnability of this person can he understand can he learn can he have self care hmm. uh, will he look after his food properly okay. what about his diet is he is he intelligent enough to understand all these things hmm. or uh, does he have the social support does he have the financial support hmm. so, so many things have to be looked into before you write a prescription that's true that's true very true yes so it is not about individual thing after all so taking care of some someone uh, and uh, thyself is it it totally depends upon the family and the society that he lives in yeah and that is why uh, lifestyle especially for lifestyle like diabetes hmm. uh, this new concept of lifestyle medicine looks into not only the medical aspect it looks into the social aspect the, which also includes the financial aspect and also yes. into diet uh, emotional uh, hmm. uh, intelligence of the person yeah uh, physical activity and so on and yes. that is why i thought that is very appealing uh, to me okay right beautiful okay so uh, so i just watched since this is an inspiration based podcast you're bringing all the knowledge to the common people so <laughs> how are you so how come you are such a good motivator that what motivated you to bring bring out everything or bring out the facts to the people like how uh, are you so unique <laughs> tell us about that uh, i don't know i i just thought that this is how uh, medicine should be okay and therefore i i thought uh, i don't teach uh, i don't tell people about the what drug to take and all that hmm. that is left to the doctor yes but i tell people as to uh, what can cause this issue and hmm. uh, what you should be thinking about and all those things how you should approach a problem not hmm. how to manage the problem managing the problem will be done by the doctor Yes. but how to approach the problem is what uh, is awareness and that is what i thought uh, people should know so uh, that's what i do yes the other uh, question is uh, every uh, i believe uh, at least that uh, mm. every action of a person uh, there has been a, a past history or a small story behind yes. which leads to this particular action mm. so that way i consider myself i as a first as a patient uh, okay. when i was 7 years old okay and uh, from that uh, journey from being the patient in a hospital mm. to coming to the doctor's chair 
uh, has taken me two decades. Yes. So I I always uh, can easily connect to the uh, patient. The what do you say the the mindset of the patient? Yes. Because I've been a patient first and then a doctor. Yes, sir. Yes. So <laughs> that way. I, uh not many people i know the joy of uh, getting discharged from a hospital yes <laughs> i know the joy of removing a, a ventron uh, the joy of uh, not having an injection today maybe tomorrow yes. uh, the joy of postponing a blood test and all that so <laughs> yes i've read your story so it was quite inspiring so right from the mm-hmm. age of 7 yeah so all the experiences that have made you the such uh, yeah I'm, for those yes. who do not know by 7 yes. uh, by when i was in se- age 7 my hmm. father by the way is a physician is an md general medicine hmm. so uh, i have a elder sister and myself hmm. so hmm. at the age of 7 i had a fever and hmm. uh, was evaluated did a normal blood test and the blood test came very abnormal hmm. so they thought it could be some blood cancer and therefore they referred me to chennai apollo okay now in chennai apollo they uh, we they did an evaluation but they could not find out the cause but they said it doesn't look like blood cancer okay then uh, i was there for one month under mm. a hematologist mm. uh, and then they thought probably your neutrophil count is low we are not sure why it is low but uh, mm. let us wait and watch and thankfully it bounced back to normal within a month okay okay and uh, then this kept on recurring say once in every 3 months once in 6 months once a year and so mm. on till i uh, attained my puberty around 13 14 years of age okay so uh, so i visited most of the major hospitals in chennai mm. uh, looking for a diagnosis mm. so <laughs> so I, by the time uh, after 8th and 9th standard uh, mm. uh, i i've never attended uh, i've never got 100% in any class uh, because, uh, attendance okay yeah and uh, most of my exams i have done it from staff rooms i have i've skipped exams because i was admitted yeah uh, so so many things i have skipped uh, pt periods drills mm. and so on mm. uh, so by the time i uh, finished my 10th uh, i my physical powers were much better mm-hmm. and uh, i when i graduate when i joined my graduation into an mbbs i was almost uh, normal okay uh, that i happened to live in a government medical college and th- live and thrive there for the next 4 5 years yes. okay uh, you know the state of government medical college of hostels course. and water yeah. tank water and all the hygiene and all that mm-hmm. so i was able to uh, uh, thankfully or luckily uh, mm-hmm. uh, come out of it unscathed yes but then at the end of my mbbs after i completed my mbbs just one month later i was in my same college I was trying to prepare for my post graduation okay. when again i got a fever mm-hmm. okay and uh, then again the counts went low after mm-hmm. many many years mm-hmm. and that is when i was taken to cmc vellore christian medical college yes vellore which is one of the pioneers in uh, hematology mm-hmm. and uh, it was then that they diagnosed probably i have a primary immunodeficiency okay and uh, they said that i have to take uh, Uh, they just asked me what what do i do for a living i said i'm uh, i just completed my mbbs and then the hmm. head of the department said uh, son you should uh, change your uh, hmm. uh, your profession okay oh uh, okay okay and okay. Hmm. and then i said uh, because he said uh, because you are more exposed to your risk for uh, infections and uh, hmm. you are more prone for infection so you should do something which is not does not hmm. uh, have the risk of infection okay uh but then my father was a physician and i liked medicine hmm. so what uh, i decided is uh, let me 
finish medicine which is a three year course mm-hmm. uh, and then go into a super specialty which probably doesn't have much of infection okay and uh, that was my idea and uh, the only two super specialties which i thought did mm. not have infection was one was endocrinology and the other was uh, rheumatology okay okay uh, so that is what i tried for and it took, it was a long journey mm. but uh, finally i'm happy that i was able to uh, reach there yes so okay. so uh, endocrinology reaching endocrinology was uh, a means of survival for me mean meaning <laughs> to be yeah. a doctor i have to be an endocrinologist yes Hmm. so otherwise i cannot be a doctor so it is not the way the same thing for others Correct. the other people it is like endocrinology is because uh, they wanted because they like the subject and all that hmm. of course i like the subject yes but then uh, it was uh, a necessity for me yes it's like it was like an arranged marriage first when yeah. you met <laughs> yeah. Yeah. first when you met your uh, field you, you were not uh, pretty much uh, uh, it was just an acquaintance and then you yeah. fell in love with it yeah i i i have to stick to it i have no other go yes so. of course <laughs> <laughs> so but you kept improvising right so yeah then uh, once yeah. i uh, got into this uh, i found out i had lot of questions uh, which were unanswered hmm. i i kept on uh, asking uh, my peers hmm. what should i do for this because i was the first endocrinologist in my place okay uh, i had this uh, i don't know whether it's a good habit or the bad habit hmm. but i always accepted that i did not know something that's a very good thing Yes. So I kept on asking people that uh, I don't know how to do this can you help me? Yeah. And I didn't feel I have never felt bad about that. Yes. So, yes, yes. So when I when I completed my uh, DM and came home I, the first thing I did was that was when WhatsApp was started. Mm-hmm. So I started a WhatsApp group for endocrinology. Okay. and uh, that group i started asking posting questions hmm. uh, as to very trivial questions on what i should do for this what i should do for that okay. uh, where can i get this test done where can i get the tablet and all hmm. that okay and then uh, slowly slowly people also realized that uh, they also had doubts other yes. endocrinologists ha huh. yeah okay and uh, then they found that i i'm not judging people hmm. uh, when they ask good doubts because i was genuinely uh, hmm. if they ask doubts i'm trying to look into wa- what they want and then Okay. Uh, others were sharing and all that hmm. and then within a few years that uh, group became india's largest whatsapp group for endocrinologists oh that's beautiful okay and, uh, <laughs> and uh, then we started having uh, once in two years meetings across india okay. uh, for these club members mm-hmm. okay so yeah so till now we've completed and we don't have this meetings every year we have it once in two years okay okay so we had the last one just before covid uh, in february uh okay. 2020 okay so it's time again and, to meet now <laughs> yeah and uh, so uh, almost uh, i've been uh, fortunate in that way that uh, out of the 1000 endocrinologists in india mm-hmm. uh, i am in touch with at least 400 to 500 endocrinologists uh, in india mm-hmm. who know me although i was i had mm-hmm. just finished uh, and uh, about 2 years or 3 years back mm-hmm. because of the popularity of the group that i started Yeah, wow. So we had people right from the endocrine society president everyone in the group at that time. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So that was something surreal because I did not expect that to happen. Okay. Uh, suddenly it was like being a celebrity a overnight celebrity like <laughs> when you go somewhere uh, to a endocrine meeting people tell mm-hmm. you call you by name. Yeah. And okay. you don't even know who they are. 
Hmm, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because you you are just uh, you know them on uh, WhatsApp group yeah. but you don't even know them who they are. Yes. And then they will come and talk to you very personally hmm. as to how is your health and uh, hmm. how is your family and all that you don't even know who you're talking to. Correct. <laughs> so it took me some some time to get used to that. Yes. But okay. then I now I uh, let all of them go. I've never uh, looked into making the group bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and all that because people had other interests as well. Oh. And I was not uh, interested in politics and all that. Okay. So so yeah, I learned one thing early I think that uh, uh, don't uh, hmm. attach yourself to an ambition or something like that. Hmm. Uh it, if you uh, yeah, you you know your path, you keep doing what you're doing. Yes but don't uh, think that that is the goal. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Don't attach yourself to a particular goal. Hmm hmm hmm. So I try to live in the present uh, okay. whatever is possible now I I try to do it. I don't have any uh, hmm. two year goal, five year goal and so on. Okay, okay. So yes, so it's like live in the present, just do what you're doing and things will fall yeah, uh, yeah fall in place. Uh, do do, do uh, very sincerely what you're doing and yes. uh, uh, with uh, with your heart and soul. Hmm. and then uh, don't even look at uh, what can i get out of that wow wow <laughs> now that is something i i i think i uh, i have been raised that way hmm. because people find it very difficult or very strange when i when i do that or when i tell that okay but how can someone do something without expecting anything in return that's right that's right <laughs> uh, but uh, that is how i look at uh, things that's right beautiful sir so being a doctor so you you got so many exposures you've got so many experiences but yet you never forget that where you have come from and how you've been raised that's very lovely i think uh, i yeah. don't uh, uh, i don't uh, like to define a person by his profession hmm correct uh, for hmm. example when i go for a badminton people try to tell me doctor doctor i say please call me by my name yes i'm not calling you an engineer engineer architect architect lawyer ah. lawyer Correct, correct. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, I said, why, why am I alone being uh, framed as a? Uh, why am I putting being put into a cage just hmm. because of the qualification I have? Correct. So oh. my I look into a, a personality is a multi-faceted thing. Like I'm a husband to someone, I'm a hmm. I'm a son to someone, I'm yes. a doctor to someone, and hmm. I'm a neighbor to someone. Yes. So you have multiple facets. Why should I be caged into only one facet and should carry you twenty-four hours? That's so right. I just remove that cloak of a doctor as soon as I come out of my clinic. Hmm. hmm. So one one time in the street, I'm like a I'm a citizen of Trichy. Nobody knows wow. me. Yeah. That is what I do. Hmm. So when I come home, uh, uh, my cook calls hmm. me Tambi. Okay. Uh, we know her for many years. So okay. it is like I'm a part of this house. Wow. So hmm. that is the the type of uh, being in the present that I try to inculcate. Wow, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> so, not forgetting your values, not forgetting the way you were raised again and again. I'm telling this. This is very beautiful, sir. Quite motivating and inspirational. So, actually, I wouldn't say that this is more than being motivational. I would say this is how a human should be, actually. So, that is how you. Uh, that is, yeah. Yeah, as I said, uh, uh, I think life has given me more than hmm. what I wanted hmm. uh, because I thought. uh looking back maybe at at the age of 7 i could have passed away nobody would have uh, found oh. anything wrong because they thought it's leukemia hmm. but then life uh, had given me a, such a good opportunity to uh, 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 because the, by the time of 7 i understood that my hmm. physical progress was very less hmm. that i am a sick boy so oh. what i try to do is that i try to become mentally tough okay yes and uh, i uh, avoided bullies 
hmm. i try to stick to what is what is it i should do next like okay hmm. i have to learn i have to read hmm. so I, be, I i i my academics see from eight i my academics improved drastically after this uh, my age of 7 wow okay so by uh, age of 10 i became a, a class topper Hmm, hmm, hmm. and uh, all the all those things were because i uh, i realized that uh, i need to survive another day yes my idea has always been to survive just another day hmm, hmm, hmm. okay because uh, the idea was okay if i'm sick today i should uh, i should get, do what i can to become better tomorrow i should fight for another day <laughs> so that was uh, so survival was what i was looking at when people were looking so when i look back uh, it has always been about uh, hmm. uh, survival and now i look back and i am filled with gratitude as to how, how long i have traveled beautiful yes and then uh, therefore uh, uh, many people are looking at money hmm, hmm, hmm. but what is more important than money is life life when you so, have like yes <laughs> yeah very so, true uh, i think covid told us that same thing ha ah, correct correct so i i used to say i think uh, welcome, mm. when covid came uh, i wrote an article saying welcome to my world mm mm-hmm. mm because this is the world i've been living since 7 years of age wow <laughs> yes <laughs> since 7 years of age i was looking i can get infected by anything so i have to i was taking care of myself i was not going out mm. i was not eating out and all those things ah okay uh, so people were thinking it was ridiculous because mm. people would not know what was happening and all that yes yes, yes. and then uh, when covid came uh, everyone else was doing the same yeah but then uh, because i was used to that hmm. i was more mentally prepared and mentally strong because that was my world yes and yes so that's so. where you started working more so you gave out your thyroid classes uh, your course yeah yeah so i yeah. thought i should use this opportunity to uh, hmm. surge ahead yes 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 so to reach out to more people and all that and uh, uh, i think i I I practiced in Trichy so I, my mm-hmm. wife was in uh, Coimbatore at that po- at that point of time so I had okay. been in Coimbatore during the lockdown and all that mm-hmm. and that was when when uh, I uh, happened to look into Instagram and uh, mm-hmm. found out that uh, why are non medical people talking about medicine uh, huh. pregnancy care uh, mm-hmm. sexuality yes. so many other things and why are they having lacks of followers mm-hmm. yes <laughs> so so I was not looking into uh, trying to find fault with them mm-hmm. uh what i was trying to is what is it that we are lacking here uh, what why is it that people are uh, finding them more comfortable correct and uh, that is when i looked into okay there, there's a big uh, void between the doctor and the patient which mm. they are trying to bridge there mm. are so many questions very simple questions mm. which they have in mind which the doctor cannot answer because he does not have the time or he does not have the attitude to answer yes the other <laughs> thing is uh, i think uh, uh, i have an elder sister and mm. uh, i'm very i was very close to my mom and mom is no more but okay. uh, i was very close to her mm. and uh, she is the sort of a lady who was like uh, uh, there's nothing impossible for her yes uh, like uh, if she wants anything to be done she will look into how it can be done never as mm. to it cannot be done mm mm-hmm. so i've always been raised that way okay and uh, i have uh, six uh, cousin sisters okay i was only boy mm Wow. So I've been uh, it's Pampers. always about sisters around me. Yes. And uh, I've been uh, I've played all sorts of games like uh, all mm. the girlish games. Yeah. Right uh, from there to uh, going for shopping and waiting for hours. I mm. actually loved shopping. Okay. Because <laughs> so I I I I go shopping with my sisters. Mm. I choose dresses, sarees for my wife and my, okay. my mother. 
I right. know how to say, choose a slipper for my sister. Wow. All those things. <laughs> you will trained well. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when I came, I became an endocrinologist, and then it became like uh, my clientele are all women between 18 to 40 years. Ah, okay. Uh, okay. It, it was uh, uh, known tough for hmm. me. Yeah. yeah. The only thing was the patient thought that I was a male, hmm. but I'm. I was like uh, that's a very uh, known territory to me. Yes. Like I, I know how. Uh, women react uh, how uh, when they feel bad hmm. uh, when to give them time yeah. and all those things because i i that is how i've been yeah. i i've been uh, around women and i've been raised that way correct so when you look into it uh, in the bigger perspective then uh, all of these things come together finally when uh, when i came to this profession Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So it is not being just a doctor. It is the the story of how you are raised. What are yes. the experiences you have gained? What yes. has been your story, hmm. and uh, how you have evolved? Yes. So more than seeing your profession as a profession, you inculcated your life values into it. So that's the reason why you've succeeded this far, sir. yeah uh, i i i i still don't know that exactly uh, yeah. what i'm trying to do is i my aim has just been the simple thing i yeah. before uh, i leave this uh, earth mm. there should be some impact that i should leave behind yes. like i have to, i have thought someone something or i made this world a better place or at least one person lives better so yes. that is what i've always looked into today whose mm. life have i made better Hmm. <laughs> so that's the simple philosophy I, I do, and uh, hmm. um, it might look very idealistic because uh, uh, long back my father told me once that uh, hmm. uh, do not go after money because when you do what you want to do, money will come. So yes. money will come. Don't uh, uh, go behind it; it will come behind you. Hmm. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, I've been looking back. Uh, I don't find much of it uh, behind. Okay. But uh, having said that, uh, I've always been happy uh, yeah. that I hit my bed and. i've always been uh, very pleased with what i've done for that day wow because uh, i think it's all about the choices you make correct some correct. people tell me always like uh, what mm. can you do the world has changed uh, you, mm. know, you cannot survive in this world if you cannot do this and all mm. that mm-hmm. uh, i don't agree with that mm. i i still believe that uh, if you are firm with what are your principles yeah. uh, you pathway can be flexible but your uh, your principles should be firm Mm-hmm. Right. So, and you can still uh, do a lot of things. Yes, sir. For example, uh, the other day in front mm-hmm. of my house, they were laying roads. Mm-hmm. And uh, the quality of the road was so bad, uh, the the pipes and all that got broken, and they're laying laying only. Okay. So I was just asking the contractor as to, sir, mm-hmm. we both have been raised in the same city. Mm-hmm. This is our own town. Mm-hmm. why is it that you are not looking into the quality of the road because this is the same road where you would have played i would have played we mm. want our children also to play here mm. i he said so what to do sir uh, this is uh, the i have very small margins and uh, okay. this uh, i have to do this i have to do that and all that uh-huh. uh i i think uh, uh, that's a uh, uh, not the correct way to look into things that's right the correct way to look into things is uh, mm. how can i make it the best possible way yes. and then look into Okay, uh, when I do it best, hmm. where can uh, I can get a revenue from it? Yes. And only if you lo- think that way, you will get that revenue. You look into those those channels of revenue. Otherwise, you will take the easy way out. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Because so, it's like yeah, you're deciding already. I think the thinking process is a bit uh, hmm. uh, has to be rewired, and it it for some people it's, it's difficult. Yes. Yes. So also you had put a video on this. That was an excellent video. I wanted to. Uh, 
appreciate you for that sir the one in which you had mentioned about being idealistic and being pragmatic if you yeah. remember so okay, that was an i book you told us that recently you read a book about from uh, from robin sharma it said that there are two ways of living in which one is the idealistic way and the other one is the pragmatic way idealistic mm. is the way is the way in which you should actually do things mm. so that's what it was about if you remember <laughs> i still don't remember that <laughs> but yes, i i i have uh, this dialogue comes a lot of times because my sister calls me idealistic okay. and she tells me that you need to be pragmatic yes 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 so so hmm. that's uh, something which i hear quite often in the family yes <laughs> and you also uh, said that i support being idealistic that is what uh, your uh, yeah the, uh, yeah your thing yeah. was uh, hmm. i think uh, when whenever you are trying to do uh, the hmm. best possible thing hmm. uh, as they say when you when you shoot for the stars at least you fall in the sky something like that yes uh unless you are uh, looking at the right things then uh, it's very difficult uh, mm-hmm. how can you look at something uh, pragmatic and then be uh, excellent correct 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 that's, that's not going to happen mm yes you will not change anything yes it yeah correct because the the conclusion is already known yeah this is what is going to happen so being yeah. idealistic you can expect something new something yes. at, at least you'll be know you'll be a first at least you have tried yeah. something new and yes. you know that fails or it doesn't fail yes exactly yes. exactly yes beautiful so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so i i consider myself being a, I, i was i i think just before you called me hmm. uh, i was just going through instagram there was one talk by the same robin sharma with someone okay. and he was talking about george bernard shaw or someone telling the same thing <laughs> that uh, when people who are uh, trying to be realistic uh, nothing changes in the world because of those such people yes it is unreasonable ones uh, hmm. uh, which who make a change okay. similar to what uh, i think the apple founder hmm. uh, said in this uh, uh, talk as well yeah okay yeah right so i so. firmly believe in that and i, I and i've seen it i've seen it in my experience that uh, hmm. uh, a lot of times people tell me uh, why are you thinking differently i said hmm. no i'm not thinking differently <laughs> i've been wired that way or i have That's been right. uh, constantly i made sure that mm. i'm going in that route mm-hmm. and therefore yeah. my thought process is always in that route so uh, but when i look back in my school friends they say you have been all, like this all, uh, always always right <laughs> so like you you are one uh, 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 not a common guy yes we and don't that is why we don't share a lot of things with you so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong in that because uh, there are only few people you can find nowadays that who are genuine and stick to their values so you're uh-huh. one among them sir So okay. actually in today's world we have to tell people that this is how you have to live they stop practicing because i thought uh, yeah. everyone does the same yeah uh, i i i always thought that everyone sticks to the values hmm only yeah. after many many years correct, correct. Uh, i understood yeah. that not many people stick to their values yes but uh, by the time i was programmed that uh, sticking hmm. to values is uh, important yes so there's nothing wrong in sticking to your values that's how you should put it in fact it's the correct thing to do hmm so so, so that later in life you don't have to for me yes see hmm. what is correct you i'm trying to do yeah. so it's very simple for me if you are trying to do not the correct one then there are so many other things which you can do if you are trying yes. to do the correct thing there's only one thing you can do yes yes exactly so my choices are actually very simple hmm mm-hmm. so my mind is actually a very simple mind yes i i don't have a complicated convoluted mind to do the wrong thing because i don't know how to hide it correct correct so if you have if you have to hide it you have to use multiple other ways to hide it 
so you'll forget yes. the first one so yes. it's like uh, my mama my mother used to tell me that uh, if you lie once you to say that lie you have to tell 100 lies again so yeah, i do that in all those lies yeah <laughs> you have to remember all those lies the sequence needs to be remembered also yeah so why to do that you can yeah. better stick to your uh, the one truth that you say even if it's uh, bitter that's okay so sometimes my my father uh, say ramens the same thing i thought you'll be good but you are trying to be i mean i didn't know that you'll be too good <laughs> in tamil so in okay, the sense yeah. he says nalla vala anpana nadu ivlo nalla vala andina ella yama kittu poiduvanga that's okay that's okay but i thought uh, i was not mm-hmm. trying to be nalla vala and all i was mm-hmm. not trying to be good yeah i'm just trying to be uh, what i thought is the right way to be yeah that is how you've been made <laughs> yeah that's how uh, my thought process has been so. exactly exactly so nothing wrong in sticking to your idol sir <laughs> yeah so jodo it was really wonderful talking to you so to wind us up uh, what would the what would be a message that would you will you would like to convey to people with regards to their health their lifestyle or mindset anything it can be i think uh, everything boils down to the attitude yes the the mindset once you have the right mindset the mm. everything uh, regarding your finance or your health or whatever it is mm. uh, then you will be in the right path so my idea as i said is uh, uh, do not uh, uh, look into the circumstances and therefore mm. uh, say that i did this because of these circumstances yes uh, do not hide behind those uh, uh, mm. false uh, screens Excuses. of uh, Yeah. excuses of uh, because of the times were not proper uh, mm. whatever the reasons and all that yeah uh, but look uh, but be uh, bold enough to accept that mm. uh, i had made a mistake mm. and uh, uh, i could have done better yeah but uh, that's okay i'll pick up from here and uh, let's see what i can do that yeah. takes a lot of uh, courage. courage and yeah. uh, sometimes it is very cathartic Hmm, but hmm. Uh, once you start doing it again and again and again I mean, it becomes second nature to you correct so yes. that is the only thing that i would say that uh, try to be true to yourself hmm. because deep inside your mind hmm. you know what is the actual truth yes 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 the actual truth is the same for everyone hmm. uh, you might put layers and layers of excuses about that saying why you didn't do that right so just uh, look into yourself and uh, you will find the truth and try to follow that my sister used to always say she has been my biggest critic as to say <laughs> you write well but then why do you try to always talk about what you have done hmm. uh, because uh, every day is a celebration for me so i am trying to celebrate i am trying to share what uh, what has happened today right right what good thing has happened today yes uh, many people might think that is uh, i'm trying to play my own trumpet hmm. uh, but i don't know uh, it it might be they might be true i don't know but yeah. what i am trying to convey is that uh, life is so beautiful hmm. and this thing happened today right yes so, so also you can so, tell them that you are your best companion so yeah, you've been i i never felt uh, lonely with myself yes okay i hmm. i am actually very busy when i'm alone hmm 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 because okay. my mind is has so many things to think about correct uh, yes so i am actually uh, mm. when people say that uh, mm. my wife and kids are away uh, they been away for the last 3 4 years now mm-hmm. uh, but i make a point to uh, meet them very often okay. just to make sure that uh, they are they feel special okay yeah correct so it is not about the, uh, uh, being there is one thing and the mm. other thing is making them feel special 
yes so that is something i always uh, make sure uh, that when i talk to people i make sure that i i give them attention and make them feel special oh. <laughs> that's how you should because uh, yeah. yeah someone said that a uh, long time back that uh, hmm. people always remember how you made them feel hmm correct correct they they won't remember the gifts that you've given them or anything but yeah. how they how you made them feel that really yeah. matters so i try to always personalize that aspect of it beautiful <laughs> so thanks again sir it was great talking to you it was great connecting with you so more than talking to a doctor i feel like i spoke to a motivational speaker right now <laughs> so i'm really again uh, i don't yeah. want to be changed into a motivational speaker <laughs> so you can try the feel as well <laughs> yeah so the idea is that uh, this is uh, as i said many facets to a person hmm. uh, this is one facet of how i look into life yes uh, doctor is another facet there are so hmm. many other facets as well yes uh, so it all depends on from which facet are you looking at me correct 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 i'm that's still the same person yeah <laughs> so that's yeah. how i uh, view things i so that uh, there's no uh, extra baggage on me i keep yeah. things simple so that yeah. i can move on right so but the the best takeaway that i'm getting you from the, today's talk with you is uh, that life is your only opportunity so when life itself is god's gift when they say yeah like, that's what yeah yeah exactly so, yeah so that is the best takeaway that i got from you sir because uh, yeah. the way you have valued life the way you have cherished your life from right from the age of 7 and your journey that you described was excellent it was really motivating <laughs> so probably than, someday i might write a book Yes of course you should because right now you you're journaling things that's going yeah. pretty well I'm, I've been reading your and following your posts for a quite a long time so okay. I find I find it really motivating and I would also okay. suggest people to follow you uh, <laughs> <laughs> my yeah uh, my uh, story what you see here are uh, uh, about everyday life yes but uh, uh, my uh, life's journey timeline Hmm. and that is what i would like to write as a book and uh, i i hope that is interesting as well so yes 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 uh, please do please do please do we are we are looking forward to it <laughs> sure so man, someday sometime of course sir. so thank you very much for coming to my podcast it was an honor my having pleasure. you here sir <laughs> thank thanks, you thanks again for the, taking time to ask me these wonderful questions yeah thank you sir thank you very much the pleasure was all mine thank you very much thank sir you. thank, thank you, you. Medicine has always been a curious field to me. In fact, this might amuse you that I wanted to be a doctor once. But after conversing with lovely souls like Dr. Shakti Vel, who is bringing medicine to even the common person with so much of clarity and transparency, I think I'm living my dream. Please tell me how you felt about today's episode, and if you want your story to be featured in Womensperia, you can send me an email in womensperia@gmail.com. The email ID goes by w o m i n s p i ria at gmail.com Women's Peria pages can be found in Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. Now you can watch the full interviews featured in Women's Peria podcast in the YouTube channel. Apart from this, there's a Women's Peria Tamil podcast as well in which you can listen to the Tamil stories of inspiration. I also have a podcast called Shashu and Amma where I converse with my curious young little son. and he asks me several curious lovely questions we have long discussions this is called shashu and amma and available in all podcast platforms so until next time this is reethi signing off from womensperia contagiously inspiring there is inspiration everywhere around you please find it thank you very much